0: Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Joe Biden said that the federal government's goal was to have 70% of Americans vaccinated by July 1st of this year. We are about a week away from that deadline and only about 54% have been fully vaccinated. Vaccination facilities are closing down for the lack of interest and more and more people are questioning if they should really get the vaccine or not. The main focus of information on the China virus has been discredited and can no longer be trusted. Dr. Anthony Fauci has not only flip-flopped so many times that We've lost count, really, but now we know that he has ties to the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China, where the virus was created and released. Not only does he have ties, but he then tried to cover up his part in the funding of of this lab and the pandemic. Since the beginning of the COVID-19 uh, epidemic, Hillary Clinton, then Secretary of State, and presidential candidate, uh, criticized President Trump's concern that perhaps the Wuhan Institute of Virology had sparked the outbreak. She dismissed such allegations as racist, if you remember. A leaked cable from Hillary Clinton's State Department says um, that she and others knew just how dangerous this lab was in, in Wuhan, China and and did little or nothing about it. Jack Posobiec reports for Human Events, uh, this right here, he reported in a leaked State Department cable from 2009, then Secretary of State Hillary Clinton warned that the Wuhan Institute of Virology could lead to biological weapons prolifer- proliferation concern. Unquote. The cable, obtained via WikiLeaks, was sent from the State Department in June 2009 to all embassies in member nations ahead of the Austria uh, Group uh, plenary session in Paris. And that was back in September 21st to 25th of 2009. The Austria Group uh, is an international export control forum organized to prevent the spread of technologies... And research that could be used in chemical and biological weapons. All five eyes nations are members of that group, including the EU, the European Union, uh, India, Japan, and South Korea. China is not a member of that group. And the cable stated, "quote We believe it is important to focus on emerging chemical and biological technologies uh, trends in the trade of CBW." related goods and threats. When it came to France, Secretary Clinton's cable noted, get this, the, the U.S. believes uh, participants would benefit from hearing about your experiences assisting China in setting up a biosafety level four laboratory at the Wuhan Institute of Virology from the export control and uh, intangible technology transfer perspectives. <laughs> A lot of gobbledygook, you know, government speak, right? We are particularly interested, she said, to know how China plans to vet incoming foreign researchers from countries of biological weapons proliferation concern. More broadly on the question of China's biological weapons program, Secretary Clinton's cable noted this, the U.S. believes AG members would be interested. In any information you can share related to China and North Korea, specifically information related to China's Institutes of Biological Productions, located in Beijing and Wuhan, to include overhead imagery analysis, if possible. Also, your perceptions of CBW proliferation activities by Chinese entities and your perceptions of Chinese government efforts to enforce its export control rules. All right. Like I say, a lot of gobbledygook. But what we know is that Secretary of State Hillary Clinton was concerned about a couple things. And that was that the Wuhan lab was not safe and would leak deadly viruses. Also, that the Wuhan lab would be a source of information to nations that would use viral and chemical weapons as weapons of war and terrorism. This was a concern, and she sent all of this to the different embassies. One of the biggest questions that we've had um, go unanswered is why do people that that have had the coronavirus still have to get vaccinated? They're there is this big push by government officials to get vaccinated and yet there's almost 180 million people that have already had the virus and have the antibodies to prevent them from getting it again so why is the biden administration and liberal states and local governments saying that we have to get this magical nine you know this 70% vaccination rate to kill the virus well in an article from Debbie Lord, and she's part of the Cox Media Group, she reported that two recent released studies seem to show that those who have been infected with COVID-19 will likely have long, uh, lifelong immunity. Did you hear what I just said? Those that have had the COVID-19 virus will have lifelong immunity from the virus that has killed more than 3.4 million people worldwide. According to the New York Times, a study published Monday and this last Monday in the Journal of Nature showed cells that retain a memory of the virus persist in a person's bone marrow and may produce antibodies whenever the body needs them, even years later. And this is basically just like any other virus. When you get a virus, you do get antibodies that uh, that make it so you, you're unlikely to ever have that again. That's the way God made our bodies. And this virus is no different. Antibodies are proteins within the body that can recognize invading viruses and and work to neutralize them. The second study was posted online at BioRxIV, a a site for biology research. and, And it found that certain cells called memory B cells continue to mature and strengthen for at least 12 months after a person is first infected with the virus. Both reports looked at people who had been exposed to the novel coronavirus within the past 12 months. Quote, people who were infected and get vaccinated really have a terrific response, a terrific set of antibodies because they continue to evolve their antibodies, said Dr. Um, Mitchell and I'm going to slaughter his last name, but it's Newsen Newsenweg. Newsenwig, something like that. I, I apologize, Miguel, but but you have a last name that is really difficult to uh, to, to pronounce. And uh, an immunologist at Rockefeller Uni- University is in New York is is who he is, and and he led the study on memory uh, maturation. Now Newsenwig, uh, his team found that. Neutralizing antibodies or antibodies that help to prevent, um, you know, reinfection from the virus were unchanged for between about six and twelve months after the infection of COVID nineteen virus. He said, "I expect that they, the antibodies, will last for a long time. Protection from the COVID nineteen vaccines alone will likely not be as strong, and could lead to the need for a booster shot." at some point in the future, according to him. Now, when it comes to the current administration, Gateway Pundit said this, that Kamala Harris told left-wing activists to knock on doors to pressure people to get the to get vaccinated as Biden's July 4th vaccine goal is likely to fall short. Not just likely, it's going to fall short. The Biden administration set a goal of fully vaccinated Uh, Americans uh, at 70% by that July 4th date. Americans are refusing to get the COVID vaccine for many different reasons, but the Biden administration is pushing for that 70% vaccination rate so that they can wield power over the unvaccinated. This has nothing to do with saving lives, he says. It's all about power. And I would tend to agree with that. Kamala Harris told uh, so-called volunteers in Atlanta to knock on doors and harass people who may be, you know, hesitating to get the vaccine for one reason or another. I hate that word, you know, vaccine hesitancy. That that phrase is is just it, it's it's not I'm not hesitant at all to, to not get it. I've had the virus. I have no need to get the vaccine. I'm not hesitating at all. I've made the decision. Uh Harris even gave the activists several pointers on how to overcome. Objections, and and I want to go through this because it's just amazing to me to see just how the, this administration is handling this. So let's let's uh, let's listen to what she has to say.
1: So then, President Joe Biden, and I said, "Well, let's get to work and get 70% of American adults at least one shot by the Fourth of July." And so now, together with Made to Save and partners across the country. We, together, are working to meet that goal. And so that's why I'm here today. And that's why our We Can Do This bus, did you all see it outside? Rolled into Atlanta today. And that's why we are having this month of action, and all of you are volunteering. Because even though we have made a lot of progress, there are still a whole lot of folks out there who are not vaccinated. In Fulton County, 49% of residents have received at least one shot. So that's less than half the population. In Georgia as a whole, it's only 42%. So we know what the numbers tell us. We got to get those numbers up.
0: We can do better. Why 70%? Can can you show me the data that says that a 70% vaccination rate is the percentage we need to get to? Why not 63% or 82%? If, if we are supposed to follow the science, then where is the research showing that 70% figure is the correct one? Why is 70% better? According to her, it is. Why is it? Can we see the data? No, because it doesn't exist. It's something they they just picked out of the air. Let's listen to her again.
1: And we have to address, in so doing, the legitimate barriers that stand in the way of some folks getting the vaccine. Because we got to be clear-eyed and speak truth. Okay? And so this is where you come in, which is to help us address those issues.
0: So there is a legitimate barrier, there are legitimate barriers to, to getting the vaccine? Well, yeah, (laughs) I love love how she puts this. We have to be clear-eyed and speak truth. Okay, great. We have to be clear-eyed and speak truth. I'm here to help speak truth.
1: So that you know when you're out there what to share with people when you're canvassing in your community to help address their legitimate concerns and needs. So, for example, if you knock on the door and someone says they don't have the time to get the vaccine because people aren't busy. They're trying to just make it through the day. Or they say that pharmacies are never open when they do have time. Well, let's address that because now you can let them know that pharmacies across our country are keeping their doors open for 24 hours on Fridays in June, including today. Because we need to meet people where they are. Some folks are working two jobs. Some folks are working three jobs. So let's figure out how we can make it accessible for them to get a vaccine.
0: So let me get this straight. If we are good citizens and responsible people, then we will knock on our neighbors' doors. We will ask them if they are vaccinated or not. And if they say no then we are to follow up by asking them, why not? (laughs) If if they give us some excuse, just like, you know, just to kind of get rid of us or something, then then we're to badger them and and, and try to, to get them to do what we want, right? Oh, boy.
1: And what if they say they can't miss work? Well, you can tell them that there are employers across the country who are offering paid time off, their employees to get vaccinated and we want to encourage and and challenge more employers to do the same employers who are doing that here in the state of georgia are delta and bank of america and Marriott, and and we want to encourage that there are others who will meet that challenge because it's just the right thing to do it's about being a good corporate citizen
0: so if i am to be a good corporate citizen as she puts it I am to violate HIPAA laws and require my employees to get the vaccine, I guess. Whether whether they've had the virus or not, it doesn't matter, right? If, If they do want to get the vaccine, then I am to pay for their time off and to get the vaccine and even recover from the vaccine or, you know, from their potential side effects that the vaccine can have let's listen again
1: another issue people might raise is the unavailability of child care right you're trying to raise your children who's going to take care of the kids while you go to get the vaccine or if you're getting the kind of vaccine where you need two or you need you need some time to just be able to leave the house and 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 wait for the period of time you have to wait and so of other folks who need time to recover after they get the shot, right? And may need a little moment where they need some help with their kids. So we have partnered with the YMCA, with KinderCare, Care, and the Learning Care Group to provide free childcare for both vaccination and recovery. That's because we need to meet people where they are. We can't have these lofty ideals about how everybody needs to get vaccinated. And God forbid, associate judgment with that without recognizing the challenges people have in their lives every day.
0: Yeah, they have lofty ideals of having everyone vaccinated. That's definitely true. Everyone is not going to get vaccinated. I can guarantee you that. She actually admits that they are creating quote judgments with not getting vaccinated. She is saying that we need to eliminate all these barriers of childcare and the such so that the judgment is justified. This is, this is just amazing. The things that come out of her mouth. Let's listen again.
1: You might run across people as you're out talking and knocking, um, that folks might say, I don't have a car, or there's no public transportation or bus that comes by my house. And that's fair, because how can we expect them to get to a vaccination site? Well, now, as part of the solution, ride share companies are giving free rides to and from vaccination centers. Right? So Part of the work we're going to be doing with our outreach is letting people know about the things that are available to support them because i have found in my career and my life that often there may be resources available but we need to do a better job of letting people know what's out there to help them and we can't be upset because they don't know that says we need to do a better job of
0: letting them know
1: right for your help so we can address all of these barriers.
0: So, we can't be upset with them if they have an excuse to not get the vaccine, but we should be upset with them if we have educated them enough that they don't have an excuse. Is that how that works?
1: And another issue that I think is perhaps one of our biggest barriers and it's the issue of information and, in particular, misinformation. So we need to deal with that. And, and this is why we need you out in the community. There are people who are uncertain about getting vaccinated. And, you know, I find a lot of people, there, there are few people that are saying, I will not under any circumstances get vaccinated. But there are some people, a lot of people, who might say, I haven't been vaccinated yet because I'm just not sure. You know, I'm hearing all this stuff, and I don't know what to think. They may question the safety or the efficacy, the, 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 does the vaccine work. And, and they may have heard things that aren't quite true. And so let's arm ourselves with the truth to arm them with the truth. These vaccines were developed over a decade by scientists like Dr. Kizzy Park, a nationally recognized scientist, who also
0: happens to be a black woman. Love this. Let's arm ourselves with the truth. Oh, yeah. Let's arm ourselves with the truth. And and this is the truth. This is her truth. We need to trust that the vaccines are safe. Why? Because a black woman scientist has worked on them.
1: So when people say, oh it seems like this vaccine just came about overnight, no it didn't. It actually is the result of many, many, many years of research. And then they also went through what we call the FDA clinical trials so that they would be ensured to be safe where they were tested on a whole lot of people. All of that to say, we can say with confidence the vaccines are safe, they are safe and they are free and they are effective. And an important point to note is that virtually every person, and this is important to say, virtually every person who is in the hospital right now, sick with COVID-19,
0: where their families are sitting by
1: the bed, holding their hand, almost every one of those persons is unvaccinated.
0: The vaccine, quote, is a result of many, many, many. Did I get the right amount of many's in there? Years of research. Okay, of which this is the first vaccine that has been authorized for an emergency purpose of this type. Obviously, it's it's not a traditional vaccine. It, it is an mRNA, which is more like gene therapy than anything else, and and so. Yes, there's been years of this, but this is the first one that's even been authorized. Then she goes on and says, then they went through the FDA clinical trials. No, they did not. They did not go through the FDA clinical trials. They are in the middle of them right now. They have not gone through them. Those that are, they're that getting the vaccine are a part of the studies themselves. they're they're only authorized for emergency purposes only. They've not been approved. So don't say that they have. That's not the truth. Like she's saying that we need to arm ourselves with. I love this too. They are safe. They are safe. They are free. They are effective. You can't say that. You cannot say with all confidence, as she puts it, that they are safe. Even if you say it twice in a row, it still doesn't mean that they're safe. Okay? We don't know. That's the point. I love how she tries to the, the scare tactic at the end. This is a tactic of a used car salesman, or should I say, in this case, woman. And and then they wonder why so many people have concerns about the vaccines. <laughs> Take for instance the, uh, the 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 WHO. Just the other day, the WHO told the world that they could not recommend vaccine the vaccines for kids. the The World Health Organization said that it requires more evidence on the coronavirus vaccines in children before it can make any recommendations quote children and adolescents tend to have milder disease compared to adults so unless they are part of a group uh, at higher risk of severe covid-19 it is less urgent to vaccinate them than older people those with chronic health conditions and and health workers that and this is what the who stated on their website the pfizer A vaccine was approved by WHO's strategic advisory group of experts that they call themselves Sage, S-A-G-E, for for people aged 12 years and older. Quote, more evidence is needed on the use of the different COVID-19 vaccines in children to be able to make general recommendations on vaccinated children against COVID-19, their website states. It, it it goes on, even in the face of all of this, and we have stories of even teachers bullying kids over the vaccine. A, a Kirk, Kirkland, Washington teen uh, said her teachers spent class time trying to convince high school students to get vaccinated, and shamed those who uh, who who are eligible and haven't gotten the shot as of yet. The senior, who the the Cairo Radio um, uh, said that they they didn't want to release their name, um, and 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 she was on the Dory Monson show. Uh, her teacher asked if she was going to get the COVID nineteen vaccine in front of the class, and said that she should get it. She also said she uh, that she sat. In an hour long presentation during a homeroom class about how good the vaccine was and why they should get vaccinated, she said, I think they should have separated um, the space for people who wanted to learn uh, to go and watch this presentation. Um, she said, I, I talked to my sister, and she said a lot of people from her class just got up and left the classroom during it. And that's not a terrible idea. Uh, Students uh, also attending a prom in New Hampshire were asked for vaccine cards. Those who had not been vaccinated had a number put on their hand with a Sharpie. They wrote on their hand. Every few dances, they were asked to raise their hand so they could be tracked throughout the night. Just amazing. In a middle school in in Vancouver, Washington, a teacher segregated the students into vaccinated and non-vaccinated children. The non-vaccinated kids were grouped together and told that they, if they wanted to join the rest of the class, they had to get vaccinated. And of course, in Washington, children can get vaccinated without their parents' consents. It's legal. Now, I'm not saying that the, that, that the vaccines don't work. Okay, I'm not saying that at all. And I'm not even saying that the virus is not a nasty one. But what I'm saying is that there are a lot of unanswered questions about the virus and the vaccines. And people should not be bullied. They should not be shamed or have people get upset with them for making a personal medical decision about a virus with a 99.8 survival rate in this country. And so, again, you may disagree with me. You may agree with me. I would definitely love to hear from you and you can always do that at Uncommon Sense Podcast. Dot .com Thank you for listening. This podcast is a production of Organite Communications.